0: Hi, this is Matthew Schwartz, Executive Editor for Information Security Media Group. I'm at Infosec Europe in London, speaking with Sharn John, Chief Strategist for Europe, the Middle East and Africa at Symantec. Sharn, thanks for joining me today. Thank you. Your job title, Chief Strategist in the EMEA region for Symantec, what does that entail?
1: So really, it's actually more about customer strategy than it is necessarily about setting semantic strategy, although I am plugged into that. It's just really about spending time out with customers to understand you know, what they're doing, where they're going, where the industry is going, what we need to be doing as a company, talking to them about what we do, but in their context. And then you know, feeding that back into the global teams to help drive our development. And at the same time, as we set and drive strategy going forward, to take that back out and share that vision with customers you know, and and with people like yourselves and, and analysts
0: as well. What are you hearing as you go out and speak with customers? You've been doing security for quite a while.
1: Yeah, over twenty years now. Yeah.
0: So. And, and obviously there've been some changes. Yeah. Uh, Cybersecurity, for one, we used to even yeah. say cyber security, it was information security, and yeah. obviously there's been a huge evolution. What are some of the trends that you're seeing that you think are most notable over the last twelve months, couple years?
1: Yeah. So after the last few last. A few years is the uh, cybersecurity thing, and I've heard people complain about that. And I'm like, actually, that word cyber, to me, encapsulates a different trend. It's actually information security's been around for years, what, 50 years. I've been doing it for 20 years, But never has what we've done been more relevant to the business than now. And in a way, that's almost what cyber means. So if you said to somebody about an information risk or information security problem, they go, great IT department, deal with it. They're not quite there yet, but we're on that cusp of a cyber risk or a cyber problem is a business problem. And with all the high-profile coverage, people are looking at how to deal with that, but not in a scary, let's react to the nearest change. Let's look at how we can start to treat cyber risk in the same way as we treat other risks in a business, so financial risk and operational risk. That's the change of the last few years. Really, that need to move beyond it being a technical thing to it being a business thing. And so, you're, as a cyber security person, or a security person, you, and I, I talked about this actually, this is going to come five years ago, so I'm glad it is coming. Um, the fact that you need to move from your technical expertise at the core is actually how you can talk to that in the business. So, you as a, a cyber security expert are an, a subject matter expert, but the risk actually needs to be held by the business, which means you need to talk to them in their language, in risk management language. And we're just on the, the flex of that change at the moment. It's been coming for a while, I feel we're actually at that tipping point now where it's really happening.
0: And what's enabling that tipping point? Since we have been talking about the need for a while, and that's not necessarily finding the right skill sets in place always necessarily inside organizations. What is helping push us to that tipping point? I
1: think it's actually coming from because it's getting so much coverage in general media, not just the specialist area now, a lot of drivers coming from the board or the business down. So the, there's a lot of people in IT who do want to talk business, and there's plenty that can't and, and don't want to. Um, but even if you do want to, the people you want to talk to have to want to listen. And I think the difference now is that they're wanting to listen. And then some of that is, yes, the high-profile uh, attacks that have been in the news, but also things like loads of London making cyber risk, the third risk on its register, you know, cyber insurance beginning to appear. It's all a sign of, of almost the information security industry maturing. We're now becoming a business uh, informa- business area, not just a technical one. I mean, it's something that many of us have done for many years, but I think it's now at the point where it's becoming a mature discipline.
0: You're involved in some tech organizations in the UK. Yeah. Right. Or which, which ones?
1: Uh, so I'm actually the uh, vice chair of the uh, Tech UK Cybersecurity Group. So that's really about the interface between industry and government in the UK for everything ranging from SMEs up to to large businesses like ourselves, and that's again about you know helping to inform government about what industry needs from government in in uh, cyber security, but also you know helping to share practice across the environment. Um, I also sit on one of the research councils who are looking at uh, long-term funding. I'm not on the research council; sit on the advisory board. Uh, they're looking on. Um, long-term funding around things like the digital economy. So obviously one of the things that they've identified in that is actually trust identity, privacy and security are absolutely key to that. So they're looking at you know, what do we need to do long-term to make that work and actually what do we need to do to make sure that the UK is a leader in cyber security, in the digital economy and in being online. Yeah.
0: The UK has made a lot of moves the last four or five years. What's your take on some of the programs that have come out, like Cyber Essentials, they've stood up the first uh, CERT UK? Yeah. I mean, there were obviously CERTs before that, yep. but they're getting more formalized, they're getting a message a bit more clear, I think, to industry, yep. creating some incentives yes. uh, with the sharing of threat intelligence, for example. Yeah. These seem like really good moves.
1: They are. And it's all driven by that cybersecurity strategy. I mean, some of them have more effective than the other, but I think the CERT UK is a great initiative, you know, being putting together all that information into one place, then then for an organization like ourselves we've got one cert to deal with not many so it makes it easier for us to give them a heads up of an attack it makes it easier for us to help them if they're investigating an attack um, but also you know the information sharing platform a, a great initiative um, and in some of the standards it's about getting adoption and getting them to work I mean I think that's a very good initiative cyber essentials from the point of view of small business and actually saying it's about giving that driver to make it essential to do something so and I think that's what, uh, one of the roles that government can play really well, is to give the motivation to do something when there's no commercial motivation to do it. I think the UK approach to that has been very mature. It's not trying to step in and set you know, regulations day one. It's about how do I help to enable industry to do it. And that's, they've been very open in working with industry around that, but also open in making sure they put in that information gathering to help keep, keep UK PLC secure and make it... A safe place to do business.
0: Well, and incentivize people to participate as well. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. when you meet with customers, is this coming up on their radar? Some of these government initiatives—is the message getting through yet? Do you
1: think some of them are? So the Cyber Information Sharing Partnership definitely so UK tends to be more. If you're in a CPNI environment at the moment, but that's only because it's starting. I definitely see that expanding out beyond. There's a lot of inf- interest in that. Uh, things like the, uh, the sort of the standards people are. I think people are quite open to, unless you're in a regulated environment, to looking at what's best. So whether it's cyber essentials or actually if you're a larger organisation, the, the NIST standard is a, is, a, is a good way to go and there's, there's lots of advice out there. I think what everyone's aware of is they need to do is take that more bigger picture, pragmatic approach. Instead of thinking about how do I stop the bad stuff getting in, it's more about how do I manage the risk of my business? And you can never make reduce the risk to zero. So you know, how do I both just try and stop it getting in, but also once it has happened, you know, respond to that and be able to, you know, prepare, respond and react and recover from it. And I think a lot of the UK initiatives have been really useful in, in that area as well, um, as has NIST from the US. So, and that's definitely the conversation I hear a lot. It's, like it's not just about protection now, it's about response and recovery and understanding what's going on. And they've definitely looked to government for intelligence for us.
0: Sean, thanks very much for taking the time to speak with me. Thank you. This is Matthew Schwartz. Thank you for joining us.